Asia Pacific Current. News and labor issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents this Saturday, the 3rd of February, of March, actually. March, Goodness me, right. 3rd of March. Uh, it is two minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm Pierre Mora. And we're, we're very full in this station, aren't we? Yes, I'm Kieran. Excellent. Welcome. Uh, do, do you like how I've, I've roped Kieran in? And we're going to make him a regular part of the show. Well, that's really the only way we're going to um, have people, you know, when they come in and, and see our good looks on radio, they just think, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in. Admittedly, I haven't discussed it with Kieran. He doesn't know that this is my secret plan for him. But Pierre, I'm getting sick of you. I needed new talent on the show. I did warn you, Kieran. I was just walking past the studio and said, who are these two fantastic people? And all of a sudden, I'm on a radio show. But hey. That, that, that's right. Welcome, You're Kieran. What I'm going to be saying, I'm thinking, do I have to do jokes? But no, there's no jokes here anyway. So, um, Giselle, seriously, who's this program about and what do we have on today? That's right. You are listening to Asia Pacific Currents, which is a show that's brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on the web or the w.aaw wl.org.au we're on facebook and twitter so find us on those social media platforms because we do post news and current affairs from the asia pacific region should mention though while i announce the website that has been somewhat broken for the last year our good friend comrade and person that was just walking past the studio kieran is responsible for fixing and restoring our uh, website so thank you kieran uh, thanks for dobbing me in on that. <laughs> <laughs> what is coming up in the second part of the program, though, actually, let's get serious because we do have some, as usual, devastating news of the class conflict across the Asia-Pacific region for um, the show today. But in the second part, we are going to be speaking with a Tamil activist, Lavinia, regarding um, a comrade in Tamil Nadu in India, um, Magilan, who is an environmental activist from South India, who was kidnapped. He's an environmental activist, was kidnapped by what we assume is the Indian police um, because of his uh, protracted protest against the Vedanta group, which is a, a copper plant in, in India. So we're going to talk about his kidnap, the fact that he remains missing and the um, protest to try and find him and bring him home. All right, that'll be in the second half of the program. We'll go to our news lineup, but of course, first of all, a uh, thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for another very interesting program. And that music break that you heard between the shows was The Hard Road by Hilltop Hoods. So it is a bit of a hard road, and unfortunately, the first news item is a pretty terrible story, as Giselle did allude to it. We go to Indonesia when on the Last Tuesday, the 26th of February, a landslide and mine collapse at an unlicensed gold mine in Indonesia's North Sulawesi province overwhelmed and trapped miners working in this mine. Even after some days of rescue effort, efforts, it is unclear how many workers were actually inside the mine. So far, rescuers, often working with bare hands and just hand tools due to the remote location, 
have said that seven people have died while another 19 have been rescued, some of whom are badly injured. It is estimated that another 50 workers may still be trapped underground and whose conditions are unknown. The number of small and often unauthorised mining is rising throughout Indonesia as workers struggle to secure employment in other areas. Workers at these illegal mines are then at the mercy of landslides, tunnel collapses, flooding and exposure to dangerous chemicals. And now moving to China this week, Chinese authorities arrested three well-known labour activists in the southern city of Shenzhen and charged them with gathering a crowd to disturb public order. Labour activists Wu Guijin, Zhang Zhuru and He Yunsheng are currently being held in detention while another two activists, Zhan Hui and Song Jiehui, were also detained this week but not formally charged as yet. At this stage, it's not clear to what event or events these charges are referring. Nevertheless, these arrests can be seen as a preemptive strike by the Chinese government to warn workers as it fears that labour activism will start to grow again due to a slowing economy. And on to Japan, where it's almost eight years since an earthquake and tsunami triggered a partial nuclear meltdown at the Fukushima nuclear plant. Work is ongoing to make the site safe. This week, the company that owns the reactor and is in charge of clearing up the site announced that a worker had died on site this week. It gave no other information. The secrecy surrounding the cleanup of this major disaster is a consequence of the complexities of dealing with the radioactive contamination at the site. The contamination and disposal of groundwater is one of the biggest issues facing the company, and the cleanup costs are now estimated to be in the tens of billions of US dollars. And um, we now go to Southeast Asia, to Myanmar, where while in most of Western Rakhine State, the conflict continues to deepen with ongoing clashes and an increasing number of armed parties involved, the government of Myanmar hosted an investment fair in the upmarket central resort town of Ngapali. There, the Prime Minister of Myanmar, Aung San Chi, declared that the state was open for business and that the international community should stop focusing on the negative aspects related to problems in North Rakhine State rather than on, um, on the panoramic picture that shows the immense potential of this state for peace and prosperity. The uh, reality, though, obviously, is, is that leaders of the Myanmar military are facing potential charges of crimes against humanity, while hundreds of thousands of Rohingya people remain stranded and stateless at the border with Bangladesh. And in Bangladesh, workers employed at the Dutch-based confectionery company Perfetti Van Mee, these people are makers of, of candy like Mentos and Chupa Chups, and they are based in the central Bangladeshi city of Ghazipur. Those workers have finally won the right to have their union bargain for a collective agreement. The workers' struggle began in November last year when a large majority of workers formed their own union and applied for legal registration. The company, in retaliation, pressured the workers to withdraw their application. They barred the union organisers' access to workers, as well as visiting workers at their home, asking them to sign forms stating that they had been forced to join the union. The workers remain united and in conjunction with a global campaign initiated by the IUF, that's the International Union for Food Workers, 
um, they were able to bring the company to the negotiating table. Finally, some good news from Bangladesh. I was just about to say, it's finally a bit of good news, with, even with our, our stories um, that we have. Uh, uh, Kieran, have you got good news or bad news the next one? I don't know. I would not call this necessarily good news. Uh, unfortunately, this week in the small northeastern Indian state of Sikkim, thousands of school teachers took to the streets to demand the regularization of their work contracts good news, especially those that had five years or more of service. The teachers block streets to press for their case. While the rally ended without incidents, the following day police detained six executive members of the All Sikkim Ad Hoc Teachers Association. They are being charged with creating an inconvenience to the public. I always find that fascinating what charges um, we all around the world we can actually um, get charged with. Uh, isn't it very uh, – isn't it interesting? Uh, yes, an inconvenience to the public besetting. Uh, um, well, these the, will be familiar to unionists the world yes, around. And the Chinese, I think the Chinese example said something like uh, bringing, public in, uh, bringing people to a public uh, gathering or something like yes, that. Yes, yes. You just think, well, maybe you should just have like a charge of like you exist. And you're guilty. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, unionisation, it's, uh, it's a crime the state would love to say. Uh, yes, well, in some places they do. And our last item for the, uh, for the day uh, relates to International Women's Day. Now, as people would know, International Women's Day is a day of struggle for the rights of women, particularly women workers. Uh, women have the right to work in whatever industry they choose, free from stigma, discrimination and state har- harassment. And that includes uh, things like sex works, obviously. Now, the history of the International Women's Day is recognised as starting in 1909 in New York, United States, when tens of thousands of women garment workers, mainly immigrants from a variety of countries, took to the streets demanding better pay and conditions as well as equality and respect. Marches in support of uh, women's rights began to occur in March from the following year. And, of course, in 1917 in Russia, it was women workers who on uh, the 8th of March organised massive rallies with the slogans of opposition to the war, high prices and the situation of the women worker that eventually led to the toppling of the Tsar. Now, marches and events for International Women's Day will occur globally. While in Melbourne, Australia, there are a series of events. Um, see the Women at Work Festival for 2019 at uh, the website, as well as demonstrations on Friday the 8th of March, will be at, which will start at half past five at the State Library in the centre of the city. And Giselle, maybe you can um, give the item for the talk on Monday evening. Absolutely. So there is a talk... How about if I put your mic on? (laughs) Thank you. Um, uh, So there's a talk on Monday night. There's actually something else happening at 10 o'clock on Monday, which we'll announce at the end of the show, but you put me on the spot now. Um, So at 5.30 at Trades Hall, uh, this is an event organised by the Migrant Worker Centre. As I said, there are two events on the Monday organised by the Migrant Workers Centre but it is the International Sisterhood Meeting and I'll be speaking about Global Picket Line and other ways to organise in um, in a way that uh, that confronts sexism and racism at work and challenging normal ways of doing that which are usually calling people out and dobbing your colleagues into the bosses which we don't think is the way to do it even on issues of sexism and racism. Um, 
But that is the news from around the region. It's 13 minutes past nine o'clock. We're going to uh, go to some community announcements and then we'll be back with our um, guest speaker, Lavanya Tavaraj. Actually, she's organising the 10 o'clock event on Monday. So we'll get get Lavanya to announce that when we hear from her in the second part of the show. So I'm here at the school kids strike for climate action with some of the people who are on strike today. Can you tell us your names and how old you are? Uh, so my name's Ivy and I'm 12 years old. My name is Marta and I'm 8 years old. My name's Layla and I'm 11 years old. Inequality is at a 70 year high. Our jobs are going offshore, our jobs are being casualised. 40% of us are trapped in insecure work. The richest 1% have more than the 70% of us at the bottom. And workers will stand up and fight. You've never seen a fight before until you back the Australian workers into a corner and tell them they've got no rights. Those workers will fight. 3CR, union issues and workers' struggles. Feed Radical Radio. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. It is 14 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. Margilan is an environmental activist from the South Indian state of Tamil Nadu. He's gone missing after speaking out against the mining giant Vedanta Group. Indian police have so far maintained complete silence. They last year murdered scores of Tamils who protested against Vedanta Group, uh, who own the Stirlite copper plant in Tuktukudi. The fascist Modi government and their puppets in Tamil Nadu are not allowing anyone to ask questions. If you speak up, they arrest you and torture or kill you. One of the activists based in Melbourne, Australia, who is campaigning for Magilan to come home or for information about his whereabouts is Lavanya Tavaraj. She's a Tamil based in Melbourne. Welcome, Lavanya. Uh, thanks, Chisel. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Um, what I, I want to find out a little bit about this campaign, but of course you are also an organiser at the Migrant Workers' Centre at Trades Hall um, and are particularly organising migrant women in the lead-up to International Women's Day. Yep. We'll talk about um, some of those events towards the end of our discussion with you. But to begin with, can you tell us some of the circumstances of Magilan campaigning around Vedanta Group? Sure. So Magilan is one of the strong environmental activists in South Indian state of Tamil Nadu. So he was one of the most involved activists in anti-satellite protest that was happened in, uh, in 2018 in Tutukuri, Tamil Nadu. Mugilan was like uh, Mugilan was fighting against all these climate actions from 2002 to still now, and he I, on the day he gone missing, he was address addressing a he was doing a press meet in Chennai on 5, February 15, 2019, around 11 a.m. He released a, a he a report and a video titled Satellite Hidden Truth, uh, which presented the publicly available CCTV footage of killing of 14 people by 
by the police firing on May 22, 2018, during the anti-satellite protest in Tutukuri. And it, the video actually clearly showing how the police is acting in collusion with the management of sterilite copper and how they fired and killed the innocent protesters. So, uh, as soon as after after the press meet, Brigilan took a shared auto and went went back to home, but he didn't reach the home. We don't know where he is at the moment, and we we like we've been asking police and politicians where Brigilan is, but everyone is maintaining complete silence. So we, we are scared. We we don't know what happened to Mugilin. It is common, as you've uh, been saying in your other publicity around this, um, and, of course, the fact that part of the video that he released was the murder of, of people activists. Um, it is common that activists such as Mugilin, when they go missing, that they're either being tortured or killed, are... What are people expecting in relation to this campaign? Because I am guessing it is very likely we might not see Magillan again. Uh, so this is not a first time for Magillan. It's been he's been a target for the Indian police and Tamil Nadu government for uh, from for several years. He has been taken the in two thousand. I think in two thousand twelve, he has been taken to police station and he. Uh, Illegally, they detained him for three days and they released him after that. And he, he, the, the, and also those who support Mugilan also been arrested by the police. So we suspect that he might be arrested, uh, or otherwise we we just we file a lot of cases again like, to find Mugilan. So we we want want him back. We can't just keep close our eyes. Something like this happened to some protesters, some activists like this. Like it, it is. He's like, if he's if if he's the first one, then we can leave. It's been happening for everyone. Those who ask questions against Modi government. Just for our listeners, uh, can you give us a, a background? Obviously, this is a, a huge uh, industrial community environmental issue, but um, the protest uh, is it an issue of of like land theft? Is there going to be an issue of uh, environmental pollution from the the mine industry, or what are the uh, main issues that are actually at the center of this um, of this issue? Is it is it corruption? Uh, so this is the, uh, like this particular issue is like uh, the as. Uh, Vedana Group has start, started a satellite company in Tutukuri, Tamil Nadu. So after the company has started, many people affected by cancer in that area, particular area, and many many kids and uh, elders are getting cancers and uh, unknown diseases. And uh, in, like environmental activists like Midland and few others joined together and found what like this is the, the this company is the problem and they actually protest they've been protesting to close the satellite company and they filed case with to to close the satellite company but but the government and the police is acting towards the Vedanta group so they and the Vedanta group is actually spending a lot of money to bribe the uh, people. To, to to keep the company open as long as possible. So and so finally in two thousand in two thousand eighteen May twenty second thousands of people gathered in front of a, a satellite company and they 
protest against protest to close the factory but what happened is like in that protest like it went nearly 100 days on the day, on the 100th day police actually went inside the protest and they killed they they suddenly they started shooting people those who were protesting and they said some uh like uh, uh terrorists or someone came inside the protest so we wanted to save other people so we started uh, shooting and the, like that shooting actually killed 12 people including the 12 12 years like uh, a, a, a girl who just finished 12 standard and started, like just came for the protest and when when we asked when they asked the police the police said it's because this that uh, someone terrorists or some people went inside to uh, to uh, like to confuse the people so we just started shooting so uh, other people uh, other protesters know that this is deliberately happened and they actually uh, finding the evidence and to file the case against the police who done the shootings so mugilan is the one who found the uh, evidence the video footage and cctv footage uh, on on what happened the other day and released publicly in, in the media and and he has been missing after that I think what this um, issue very, very much highlights is that uh, climate change is a workers' issue, is an industrial issue, and sometimes that is a class analysis is absent from the conversation of climate change. And actually, in the same way that when workers fight for their industrial rights, they are targeted, they are repressed. When workers, when anything happens that looks likely to, to impact the profits of a company, workers are met with repression and torture, beatings, murder. Um, is there, is this issue being linked to the broader climate change movement as a way to emphasise the class nature of the fight for climate? Uh, actually, this is this issue is not brought like brought to the international community so we actually planning to take so we know we have protesters here who fight for stop adani so this is actually uh, and that's actually from the vedanta group as well so we actually planning to take this to that group and get the solidarity with them to fight for mugilan and and against vedanta group well, Lavanya, all the best with the future of this campaign because it's a very important one, not just for the comrades of Magilan, for Magilan himself and his family, but also for the broader struggle of workers in India against the fascist Modi government and for climate justice. And we'll we'll speak with you again in the coming months to continue this discussion. But I do want to give you an opportunity now to talk about your um, event that you're hosting in Daninong uh, in the, uh, on Monday morning at 10 o'clock um, for migrant women workers in the lead up to International Women's Day. Uh, sorry, it's not Monday morning, it's Tuesday morning, ah, 10 o'clock. Tuesday morning. <laughs> I'm glad okay. we've cleared that one up. <laughs> Uh, I'm organizing a event called Know Your Rights as Migrant Women. So we we actually know migrant women are vulnerable and migrant women are uh, exposed to a lot of uh, uh, like a lot of uh, uh, issues with the workplace rights. And my like I also like heard and seen a lot of 
uh, sexual harassment, discrimination, and uh, and stuff with the migrant women. Migrant women need to know what what's their right is first of all, so that they can actually advocate for themselves. They like they can't. So we actually uh, organizing an event, a, a workshop where a lawyer. Uh, an industrial officer will be talking about what their rights is and what what they should do, something like sexual harassment or discrimination happening in the workplace. And few migrant women will be sharing their uh, stories, how they experience the harassment and discrimination, how they overcome. And uh, another union organizer from National Union of Workers will be sharing how migrant women are organized and how they are fighting for their rights. And I think this is very good for migrant women to join and uh, talk for themselves. Absolutely. And if there are women, migrant women, listening to this interview this morning, how would they get along to your event on Tuesday? So uh, the event is displayed in uh, Migrant Worker Centre website as well as posted in Migrant Worker Centre Facebook page. As well as you can give give me a call on 0406-636. Lavanya, thank you so much for your time on the program today. All the best next week with International Women's Day and happy International Women's Day to you. Thanks, Giselle. You too. Bye. That was Lavanya. Come to me, lover, I've secrets to tell. Hi, we're Dash. And you're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Sorry about that. That was my mistake, wasn't it, Giselle? Useless. You so lucky we've got Kieran on board. Um, that was Lavanya Tavaraj. She is an organiser for the Migrant Workers Centre. Um, she's also a Tamil woman herself in campaigning um, to find out what has happened with Comrade Magilan in India. If you, So we also briefly talked about an event that Lavanya is organising um, which is uh, Migrant Women Know Your Rights. So if you are a, a migrant woman and you want to get along to that event or you know women who might be interested, give Lavanya a call on 0406-636-296 to find out more about that event on Tuesday. That's right. And there's actually a whole uh, series of events uh, next week here in uh, Melbourne for International Women's Day week, really. Um, What's the best uh, location for the website to have a look at all those uh, events? It's actually Facebook. We are Union Women. So if you go to that uh, page, all the events are listed. But I do want to emphasize a few of them. Well, two of them particularly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Two of which go, I'm involved. I know go it's for terrible, it. You've isn't got it? one minute. Well, that's to, uh... th- that's what happens when you're a key organizer in such events. The International Women's Day Rally and March is on Friday, the eighth of March, at five thirty p.m. at the State Library. Get along to that. We've got some excellent speakers. We're going to march and actually remind people that it is International Working Women's Day. It is a day of protest, not a celebration for you know champagne breakfasts and all this rubbish that liberal feminisms have. Appropriated IWD for it is a working class struggle. So get along to the rally on Friday, the eighth of March at five thirty at the State Library. On Monday night, the fourth of March, there is an event organised by the Migrant Workers Centre at Trades Hall in Meeting Room One. It starts at five thirty p.m. and it's called International Sisterhood. There's a lineup of four speakers who are talking about ways of dealing with and responding to racism and sexism in the workplace. 
All right, that's fantastic, and uh, I'm sure we'll get lots of people there. But we're uh, really at the end of another program of Asia Pacific Currents brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Links uh, bring you labour news from the Asia Pacific region. Um, we'll be back next week with another news roundup and updates of what's happening in the region. But um, stay tuned after this committee announcement for Palestine Remember. But that's all from me, Pierre Morrow. Me, Giselle Hanna. And me, Kieran. And have a great weekend. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.